When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 95. Too much work? What to say when you're asked to do more? By Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here at Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you every single day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Too much work? What to Say When You're Asked to Do More by Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com Perhaps you can relate to a client of mine who recently got off from an unreasonable workload. She said to me, Stella, I need a way to keep my emotions at home. I need a better poker face. Her emotions aren't the problem. My client had received feedback from her VP that when she's unhappy, the whole office knows it. When she's engaged, she's a star. But when she's not, everyone knows that she's unhappy. Based on my recent newsletter, you know that moods are contagious. However, the point of my sharing the research about how emotions are infectious is not to encourage you to hide your emotions or to keep them at bay. In fact, after breaking down scene by scene what happened in my client's experience, we discovered that it's actually her hiding that causes the negative reverberations that everyone else is feeling. I asked for a play-by-play of what happens when she's oozing her negative energy. She told me that when she's in her cubicle, usually on a call, someone will ask her to add another project to her plate, even though she's currently handling twice the amount of projects she should without an assistant. I'd say that's definitely cause to be frustrated. When this happens, she says that everyone else, including those on the phone, can sense that she's pissed off. How might they know that? She told me, well, I'm usually sighing. I cross my arms, roll my eyes, and it's in my tone. Aha. I said, Jane, holding back your emotions is backfiring. The reason you're experiencing those emotions in the first place is because they're signaling something. That's what emotions do. They signal. And you're trying to ignore the data they're sending your way, which is, attention, attention, taking on another project may not be ideal. Ignoring the data and accepting conditions that don't support your doing your job well, that all makes you feel powerless. And when you feel powerless, well, that just adds more fuel to the fire. Rather than trying to hide your emotions, you should embrace the data they're sending your way and express your truth. Actually lean into the emotions to help you ask for what you need. Here's a sample script of what to say when you get pissed off for getting too much work. One, acknowledge how the project is important and how you really want to help. This helps people feel seen. Be authentic. Say things like this. Guys, I can see how this project is vital to your kicking butt at the conference. I'd love to tackle it. I'm dedicated to helping you deliver and represent our company. I know that you're counting on me. 
Two, state the facts. Describe what you have going on without complaining. Example, let me describe what I have going on so you can assess whether I'm the right one for this job. I'm currently managing 15 projects, which is seven more than I'm scoped to do. Two of these projects are for Bob, the VP of sales, and Sally, the CEO. They also are due when you want me to deliver your project. Unfortunately, I have no support staff now. Three, what are the consequences if you say yes? Try something like this. If I have to say yes right now, it means that something has to give. I'm going to have to compromise something else I'm working on or deliver it in a manner that doesn't meet my standards of excellence. It also means that I have to break my commitments to Bob and Sally. Four, restate your commitment and your dedication to doing great work and explain why things may take as long as they do. Let me help you understand the behind the scenes of doing this well. I'm committed to providing high quality work, which means the following steps have to happen. First, this, then that. Five, ask them to help you figure out a solution. Describe your willingness to be creative and support them, but ask them to help you think it through. If they don't, you just have to say no. Try saying it like this. So given these circumstances, help me figure out how I can make you happy. I'm open to hearing your ideas on how else we can make this work. Perhaps we assign it to Angela, or we can speak to my VP about getting some additional staff. Notice the difference between stuffing your emotions down, which results in passive-aggressive size, and expressing your needs. A lot of times we forget we have more control and choice than we think. This immediately cuts the tension for several reasons. One, you're not ignoring your emotions. I always say that emotions are like children. The more you ignore them, the louder they get. And two, you're enrolling others in helping you resolve your situation from an authentic stance rather than a manipulative or passive-aggressive position. Don't ignore the emotion. Let it guide you in evaluating what you need and speaking truthfully. If you aren't able to do this in the moment, which I admit isn't easy, try getting yourself into a calm state before making your request. You just listened to the post titled, Too Much Work? What to Say When You're Asked to Do More by Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thank you also to Stella 
As a speaker and executive coach, Stella works with overachievers who are seeking deeper career fulfillment and with organizations who are dedicated to elevating the well-being of their employees. In the last 12 years, Stella has coached over 1,300 individuals in 17 countries. Some of Stella's corporate clients include Google, Johnson & Johnson, and more. Her unique approach to being happier and more engaged on the job has been featured on MSNBC, The Today Show, ABC, and she regularly contributes to Forbes. Stella studied economics at Columbia University and was also one of the first 150 people to earn a master's degree in applied positive psychology, aka the science of happiness, from the University of Pennsylvania. Her site has some great articles covering personal development too, so she's regularly featured over on Optimal Living Daily, and you can check out that podcast for more. And come by woopa.com. That's spelled W-O-O-P-A-A-H, and I have that linked in this episode's description. All right, that'll do it for today. I thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.